sorry, Todd. Whoa. Almost poked your eye Fucking out with that thing. shit's wild right now. Oh, my God. Who left us in here alone? Uh, I don't know. That's, that's I just want to get on the keyboard. Yeah, you want to come? Do you want to sit here? No, not at all. It's it's just hitting buttons. Uh, I don't want that responsibility yet. Okay. I feel like I'm going to be in charge of it, though. I, I have a funny feeling. Uh... Welcome to the Union Fitness Podcast. Um, you're like, what is going on? Uh, yeah. I am your producer, Josh Elsass. Always. One of, well, not always. And my favorite. Nah, I'm sorry. Jared's my favorite host. Uh, one of, I, tied too. for second. I'll take it. You know, Todd's fourth. <laughs> Even though. Jared. Tied for second. Gap. Yeah, yeah. Todd. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> this is a sad day. Yeah. sad day for me, everybody. Yeah. Um, Josh is uh, going to be moving on to bigger and better things, and this will bigger, be bigger. Yes, better to be determined. Hey, there's there's always open doors, my friend. There, you never know yes. where the road's going to take yes. you. Well, in Wyoming, there's only a few roads. <laughs> right. So you do know where I the do road's have an idea. You. <laughs> Either it's north, south, east, or right, west, and right. that's about it. I yeah. think there's a diagonal one too. I think uh, places like that are meant to venture off the road to see where that takes you. Oh, yeah. We're getting deep. Yeah. So you don't know where you're going to end up, but that's the beauty of it. Yeah. So um, is this the last uh, podcast with us? This won't be the last. This is you and me. Okay. This is our last one. All right. Uh, And then I'll do one with Todd and CJ and then I'll be done. Okay. Just because that last week, I don't even know. I might be living out of my car. I might be living in a tent down by the river. Do it. (laughs) Well, just watch out for the other people down there. Yeah, that's true. I've seen. Dennis the Menace one too many times. Yeah. Remember the guy with like the can of beans oh, that yeah. like tried to attack him and everything? Yeah. That live was... action or are we talking cartoon? No the the real one. The live the, action. Yeah, one. yeah, yeah. 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 That, that one was that one, one frightened me a little bit. But um no, whatever you gotta do, man. You know? Yeah. I mean, we had you remember Toria that worked here? Yeah. She on like two weeks notice, she just like Hey guys, I'm moving to Colorado. Yep. And we were like, What? Yep. Your whole family's here. Everybody you know is here. Yep. And and she just did it, man. I've never heard somebody regret doing something like that. Like maybe maybe it turns out that like, hey, could I have done something a little differently? Maybe. But like the overall decision and where it leads you, like that's always gonna open open doors and opportunities if you're in the right mindset, I feel like. Yeah, so when you know, we talk about I moved up here to train. I moved up here to get better. <laughs> like that's like the Curtis Who story, would do that? right? But like, did you? What did you? Did you just like pack up a car and fucking go, or like, did you have to move your furniture? Like, what did you end up doing? Yeah. So it was. I mean, I, I came home from work one day and I was like, "Hey, Liz, let's move." <laughs> right. That's that's essentially what happened with us. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Same thing. Well, I didn't. I didn't have a job lined oh. up. You know. So. I came home one day. I was I was fed up at work, and I mean, I love the place, but mm-hmm. I was just beat into the ground from from how busy I was, and I felt like I was kind of taken advantage of a little bit. And um, so, at the time, I told her that I wanted to live down on the eastern shore of Maryland forever mm-hmm. till the day that I die. Mm-hmm. Everything I knew was there, my, yeah. my family, everything. And she said that she wanted to move back here to Pittsburgh. So we'd only been dating a year or two, and, like, that was already a little bit of an issue, right? I wanted to stay there. She wanted to move back up here. So one day I'm driving home. It was, like, a 10-minute drive. I was like, screw it. That's it. This is what I need. I walked in the door. I put my bag down, and I go, let's move. She's, like, making dinner, and she's like, what are you talking about? I was like, let's move to Pittsburgh. And she's like, when? And I said, I'll call my boss right now, and I'll quit. And we can go tomorrow. And her initial response was like, okay. Yeah. And then we sat down, we thought about it. And she was like, well, I'm in the middle of a school, a school year yeah. as a teacher. Right. Yeah. I can't, I can't just do that. So then we were like, okay, you know, we'll, we'll move. And it was crazy because she now wanted to stay down there. She fell in love with that, the, the slower paced lifestyle so much 
and but I was ready for bigger and better things, you know, like so it was weird. So yeah, then we had a little bit of an issue there, but we figured it out. Moral of the story: when we decided we were going to both move up here, neither one of us had a job, and I told her. You know, they were like sleepless nights. We were like, what are we going to do work-wise? It's impossible. Well, not impossible. It's very hard for somebody to get a teaching position yeah, up here. Yeah. You know, at the time she had like two years of experience. And um, I knew I was going to be okay. If I needed to, I'd work at a gym. Or I was like, I'll go to Chipotle. And then I'll go to the car wash and dry cars off. Something like that. And I'll figure it out. So it was like the month that we decided to move up here. Um, Casey, who used to manage the gym, called me and was like, hey, man, um, Ryan, who was the director of personal training at the time, is actually going to PT school and I need a director of personal training. And I was like, like I was driving in the truck, like pulled off the side of the road. I was like, is this happening right now? That's I was awesome. ready to fully work at Chipotle. Yeah. Which wouldn't have been a bad gig. But yeah, they're now paying, <laughs> what, like $30,000 a year. <laughs> right? Just to retain yeah. or something crazy. Yeah, yeah or 40000 or something so like that. So I might have been yeah. all right. Yeah. But um, so that, you know, check. One box checked off. I was good. The week that we moved up here and moved into our house, we got a U-Haul trailer. We had our clothes, our dresser. We didn't even have a couch. We didn't even have, like, a chair or anything. Just a little TV, like the little stuff we did have. Mm -hmm. We threw it in a U-Haul. Drove up here, hung over his shit because my family got together and we partied and uh, we got our apartment and then she still didn't have a job. So she was applying different places. Um, what's the what's the area Todd lives? The school, Swickley. Yeah. What's the school system there? Swickley. Qu Quaker Valley. Oh, uh, Quaker Valley. Qu yeah. Quaker Valley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she got a job offer there. Mm. And um, she also had an interview with North Allegheny. And she was like, I don't know if I want to take that uh, Quaker, Quaker Valley. Valley job. Yeah, I understand. But it was <laughs> Nothing like. Nothing wrong with Quaker Valley. No, but still. Not at all. But I was, you know, we were like, well, what if you don't get the North Allegheny job? Then, like, what are we going to do? And it was like, screw it. I'm going to find out. And she went to the interview. And I think she beat out, you know, like, however many people. A lot. Uh, and probably, a very popular school yeah, district. Yeah, probably. Many more qualified individuals mm -hmm, than her. Mm -hmm. She had been teaching in Maryland. It, with the graduating class at the school she was at was like 80 kids. Oh, wow. We're talking a small high school, yeah. right? And, um, you know, she ended up going in there with her personality, and, and that was it. So we went from not knowing what we were going to do to just saying, screw it. Let's take a chance coming up here. And uh, it, it all worked out. Now, there's a chance it wouldn't have, mm -hmm. but we damn sure would have figured it out yeah. either way, yeah. you know? And that's I feel like that's going to happen with you, too. Yeah, so uh, we're moving to Wyoming, my wife and I. Um, I am taking a job with the athletic department as their director of creative video for um, – I said the athletic department. Yep. <laughs> um, and uh, so I'll be making, uh, you know, video runouts and all sorts of social stuff and, you know um, – a bunch of really cool stuff uh, for the athletic department. Go Pokes. Um, and, uh, yeah, but that's actually – that's my background. Yeah. Like, that sure. was kind of how I got started. Mm -hmm. Even in college, I worked mm -hmm. with the athletic department very, very closely. Um, shot games all the time, runouts, mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. And then uh, when I got my first – job outside of well i i worked at a news station for six months and then got fired because i was a punk ass kid i remember yes <laughs> we talked about that <laughs> but it worked um, out <laughs> but it worked out and um but uh so my my first job was um at an agency that worked for penn state Rutgers, right, right, usf right. and yeah. then later syracuse and georgetown and like we added more schools doing exactly what i'm gonna go do at wyoming yeah um i mean that's that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, it seems like, like this is what you love. Clearly. It's, it's you know, I mean, like, behind you is, is a series of banners. Behind me is a series of banners, and it's all sports. It's right. all sports. It's all college athletics. There's a big Rutgers banner over here. Yeah. I took the Penn State one down yesterday <laughs> on the show. They're like, do you renounce your love for Penn State? I'm like, yes. <laughs> um, but uh, 
I mean, I will say, I know a lot of people who really love sports. Yeah. But when we get in here talking about sports, I can't keep up. No. And, and I know, and I know a lot about sports. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, you, uh, if there's anybody that's kind of cut out to to do this, like it's definitely you. Yeah. It was um, in in athletics and in 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 sports video. There's two very distinct type of people. There's people who work in sports video because they just got a job there. Mm-hmm. And then there's sports fans working in sports video. Right. Very fortunate that the two guys um, that are in our – that will be my teammates and my my, uh, my counterparts are diehard. Mm-hmm. Like we were awesome. arguing about whether or not the Bucks were ever going to win another championship at dinner while I was right. on my like recruiting <laughs> tour. Like That's it cool. was – yeah. yeah. Um, I had like a – two hour conversation back to the Denver airport with my boss about hockey. Like yeah, just like yeah. he, he knows more about the backup goalies of the nineties than I do. And that's really fucking wow. saying something. Yeah. Um, what's up, Sean Burke. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's, um, it's super exciting. Um, and, and kind of like you, uh, Anastasia and I were actually just thinking about fucking moving. Yeah. Um, it was, we kind of conquered everything that we thought we could in Pittsburgh. We sure. both kind of hit some, professional ceilings that we knew we weren't going to be able to eclipse until either time had passed Mm -hmm. or we continued to jump jobs. Mm -hmm. Um, And we're just kind of like over it. Mm -hmm. And we were ready for to be closer to the mountains and something more outdoorsy and quieter. And, um, and so we were, we were just going to move. And like you, I was going to work part-time at the bike shop, Mm part-time at the record store, you know, wherever Estes park, Colorado, just to fucking get by right. so that I can spend all my free time in the mountains. Yeah. And as like, we got to that point, like, well, maybe we should find a job yeah. first yeah. for <laughs> you, you know, cause right. Anastasia can work remotely. So she'll be able to take her job with her. Mm-hmm. Um, but like there was that moment. Okay. Well, and I was just in bed one night, like, man, I don't like yeah. Colorado or like any of those, like Colorado is really the only professional sports in that area. Right. right? It's right. all Denver teams. Mm-hmm. And, like, Denver would be cool, but also, like, I don't know. That seems kind of whatever. And I was scrolling through all these, like, emails that had, you know, job descriptions or whatever on them. And at the bottom it said, Director of Creative Video, Wyoming. Mm. It was like it was calling your name. It was so weird, dude. Because yeah. I, like, I started making myself scroll through the all of that email. Like, right. normally I just look top two and I'm like, yeah, fuck that. Get out of here. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I all the way at the bottom. And there it was. And, um. So I applied and called the guy the next day, and uh, he picked up. Who picks up their fucking work phone, (laughs) right? Like, wild. (laughs) And uh, I was like, hey, man, I don't know who you're going to hire for this job, but I'm better. That's what I said to him. Love it. And he was like, really? Because nobody says that. No, nobody says that. I'm like, you don't know me. I'm just a guy who called on the phone. I'm like, hey, I'm better. You could take my word for it or or not. Right. (laughs) And he was like. All right, well, send me your shit. Yeah. And I guess he agreed. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, no interview process, no nothing. It was just yeah. like he called me back uh, the week after football started, uh, or like that Tuesday or whatever, and he's like, so how fast can you get to Wyoming? And I was <laughs> like, fuck yeah, yeah, let's go, baby. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, well, my car is a yeah. Geo Metro, yeah. but, <laughs> <laughs> but right. as fast as it can go. Uh-huh. Um, the, the crazy thing is, man, in like – I care too much sometimes about what people think of my decisions and my actions. I don't know if you're the same, but I guarantee you're going to have people telling you, or I've already had people tell you that it's a dumb decision. No. Good. That's the scary thing. Good, because they're probably thinking it. Okay. (laughs) Uh, They they might not say it, but I'm sure some people are thinking it. And here's the thing, man, is that uncertainty for some people and that feeling of, you know, being thrown into the deep end makes you survive. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And it, it, it makes you better and it teaches you things that you couldn't have done previously if you stayed where you were. And um, having that mindset to just do it is something that takes you so many different places in life. And I feel bad for people that have never experienced that. Yeah. You know, like there's a lot of very successful people and I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, throw my mom and dad in here, right? They they're smart, they're intelligent, they're kind, and they've done the same thing pretty much their whole life, work wise. Yeah. You know, my mom works for the uh, the board of education back home. Mm-hmm. Great job position, 
right? Like, and she's awesome at what she does in the finance department. Um, but like, in but there's a lot of people that, you know, have never been just thrown into the fire. Yeah. And I always wonder for myself, what would have happened if I graduated high school and then, uh, maybe I maybe I got like a, a lineman position. Like all my friends back home, there's a really good uh, power company, kind of the equivalent of Duquesne Light. Yeah. And that's what a lot of people end up doing. Right. And they are set for life. Yeah. They work hard. Mm-hmm. They work their ass off. But it's great job, great benefits. And they'll be there until they retire. Mm-hmm. And I just got to a point I was like, I don't think that's me, man. Mm-hmm. Like it'd be great for me right. and my family at some point. But I was just like, I, I need to figure out what I'm meant to do. Mm-hmm. So taking those chances kind of gets you there. So, you know, there's people who are very, they like the security. They like the being able to wake up and know they have a job, you know, know their hours, know at the end of the day, if they mess up, they're still going to have that job. Oh, yeah. And that's yeah. great, yeah. right? But I feel like just some sometimes you're meant for a little bit more. Whatever more is for you. Yeah. And I think, you know, um, you would, you won't be able to find that if you don't do this. That's just how I look at it. Yeah. Um, you know, I think that that is all super inspirational and, and I think it's true, but I also anxiety quit like six times on my oh, recruiting yeah. trip. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, that no was doubt. like, no doubt. I got out there and like on the plane, um, there was bad weather, so they had this circle Denver a few times, and the whole time in my brain, I'm like, I'm gonna fucking freak out. Put <laughs> or me I'm on the die. ground. Put me on the ground right, right. now. I don't want to fucking do this yeah. anymore. I want to get back on a plane. I want to go home. Yeah. And like, even yesterday, or uh, so as you're hearing this, it was last Monday. Was I was there, but like, once I got, I woke up Thursday morning and like wasn't in Wyoming anymore, and like went back to my normal routine. I was like, no, that was a fun little thing, but I'm not going right, like in my right, head. Like, that's yeah. like, I was like, I'm yeah. not going. I don't want to go. Crazy. You can't make me go. And isn't it weird? Like how different times of the day you'll think differently. Oh yeah. Like my thought process with taking risks like that changes drastically from laying in bed late at night to like waking up the next day. And for me oh, at yeah. night, I'm ready to do whatever. I'm, oh, like, I'm the opposite. Really? I'm the total, like, by the time I'm laying down at night, I'm like, this was such a dumb idea. I've created so much right. shit for myself, for yeah. my poor wife, for my family, for my friends. Like, this was yeah. so dumb. I should just stay here. Right. And then I wake up in the morning and I'm like, fuck everybody. I'm yeah, out of here. let's do it. Yeah. yeah. I'm the other way. I'm the other way. You know, I wake up in the morning. I'm like, all right, man, let's be sensible here. You know, like, let's, that's not a good idea. And then I go throughout the day yeah. and maybe I just come home and, and don't give two shits anymore by the time I right. get home and the, right. and the day's over. I'm like, screw it. I'll go to, I'll go to California. Yeah. You know, like, which is probably the last place. i Muscle Beach. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> which is probably the last place I would go to live. Right. But, um, you know, that it's, that's funny. That's funny. Uh, yeah. And. I just wake up and I'm like, ah, uh, no, let's think about this. No, yeah, and and I think actually it's not until maybe so everybody knows now, uh, and as you are listening to this, probably the last of the union people, if you didn't find out already, now know. <laughs> yeah. Um, and like I'm an Irish goodbye guy. What does that mean? Uh, oh, you don't you know what an Irish goodbye is? Because I guarantee you're an Irish goodbye guy. Okay. Instead of going around and telling everybody bye at the party, you just sneak out the back door when you're ready to leave. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you maybe yeah. tell like one or two people like, "Hey, I'm out of here," yeah. and then like you're fucking gone. You're a ghost. Yeah. It's hard to just go around and just like say bye to every yeah, single person, especially uh, when you don't know them all that well. Well, or you know? any like I just yeah. don't like making a big fuss. And yeah. So, like, now that everybody knows and my phone won't stop ringing and my email at work yeah. is blowing up and, like, everybody's DMing me, oh, my God. I'm, yeah. and no I'm goodbyes. Like, I'm, like, but that's where, like, I'm now, like, your affection for me has pushed me out the door. Are you happy? Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm gone. <laughs> now I'm really leaving. Yeah, yeah. I like now, yeah, you feel like you have no choice. You can't back out now. Oh, no, yeah, no, no, no. It yeah. was, like. Now that I'm getting attention for leaving, right. I'm I'm like I don't want to talk to any of you. Leave me alone. Yeah. I'm fucking leaving. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't want to stay and deal with all this shit. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah no. So it, I mean, yeah. scale of one to ten, how scared are you? Fucking shitting myself. So eleven. Eleven. Yeah. <laughs> Turned um, up to eleven. And it's not so like it's not the job. 
mm-hmm. because I know I can do the job. I know that I can do the job well because um, I've done that job. I did that job for four years mm-hmm. and won a stupid awards and all this other shit. And then, like, as I'm talking with my boss, he's like, I want to win this award and this award and this award. And, like, as I was getting out of the car to get back on the plane to come back here for the next two weeks, I was like, uh, I was like, well, I already did everything you want to do, so let's fucking – clean up like let's make a trophy case yeah like i know how to do that right and um so like he's like fuck yeah but like that's like not what i'm afraid of Mm -hmm. it's the time commitment Mm -hmm. in athletics is nuts oh yeah it's insane yeah and i'm just so i feel so guilty for moving my wife out there and then being like okay see you never sure um now now you know what's her what's her mindset with it right now i or the do you not want to speak on her behalf? Um, I can I can relay what she has said at this mm-hmm. point is, you know, like like she like I kind of said earlier, we kind of felt like we accomplished everything here, mm-hmm. and it's not like we're gonna have kids, mm-hmm. and so it's not like we need that that family structure sure. for the kid or anything like mm-hmm. that. Um, now watch, we go out there and <laughs> like, <Whoops. laughs> yeah, you just ride through some of the States out there and yeah. you just get pregnant. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I heard that. That's why we're staying out of yeah. Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> you got to watch out yeah, barefoot and pregnant. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, we kind of were just ready for something different and she's like, I've always wanted to move out of here. Yeah. And we had talked about the mountain West as a region, right? Yeah. Like, uh, Utah, Wyoming, uh, mm-hmm. Colorado, like all those states where, you know, there's a lot of national parks, there's mountains, there's things to do outside and mm-hmm. like really explore and enjoy the outdoor sports and things that we love to do. Mm-hmm. And, um, so to end up at a place where we have a job that's in a actual town and like the whole nine yards, I think mm-hmm. she's like, okay, cool. Like I got what I wanted. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, She's also a big planner, mm-hmm. so like mm-hmm. she's like silently enjoying mm-hmm. calling all of the moving companies and making uh, them bid against right. each other and like all this like all right we gotta make this list and this list and this list yeah. and this list and I'm just like crying like I don't want to leave my friend yeah, yeah, yeah. this is the worst why <laughs> did I do this <laughs> yeah yeah you're kind of you're kind of like me you just take things as it comes uh huh you know mm. it's like you walk out the door and then you figure out where you're going um. No, I think I know where I'm going, but like I never think to wonder why I'm going there. All right, that yeah, I respect that. Yeah, I'm yeah. just like, okay, I'm going to the studio today <laughs> to do this podcast because that's what I do every fucking day. You know right. what I mean? Like that's what I do. Yeah. Not like, is this really what makes me happy in life? I don't fucking yeah. know. Yeah. It's what I'm doing right now. This yeah. is this is I'm okay. I'm yeah. not mad. Now where uh, where exactly did you grow up? Butler. Okay. Butler, yeah. Pennsylvania, and actually Laramie, which is where the University of Wyoming is, mm-hmm. um, reminds me a lot of that. Okay, where there's like a main downtown area, and then there's like some outskirtsy things like a golf course and a Walmart and that kind of thing, mm-hmm. and then everybody either lives in the town or they live an hour outside of it, mm-hmm. and that's kind of like what Butler is. Okay. Um, Laramie is double the. Uh, population of butler largely because of the students mm-hmm. um but it's uh yeah it kind of it, it made i felt comfortable in the town when i was up there for my my little like recruiting yeah, thing yeah. um you felt like you were home yeah it didn't feel it didn't feel out of place right yeah i i like to uh every time i meet uh shout out ybo um uh, it's a group of friends that we have that are basically a redneck gang uh <laughs> The best kind of gang. Yeah. And um, every time Probably I see the safest type of gang. Well, uh, I don't know about that. Uh, quads kill. Uh, yeah. They do. Um, and uh, but like every time I do something a little bit redneck, they're like, oh, shit, I forgot Josh grew up in Butler. Yeah, like, he still got it. He still got yeah. it in there somewhere. Yeah. yeah. So like there was part of me that was like that part of me was like, yeah, Laramie fucks. Let's yeah, do this. Yeah. yeah. So now, I mean, that's what are you, 30? How old are you? 31. 31. Yeah. So you spent 31 years of your life here. And yeah. what are some things you feel like uh, really helped you become who you are that you're going to take with you <laughs> to the next step? Mm. What built you? Well, 
my life was pretty boring until I turned 18 and my dad died. <laughs> and then Understood. I became who I was. Yeah. Or am. Yeah. Well, um, you kind of had no choice, right? Uh, I don't know. I I often uh, wonder what could have changed or been. But, um, yeah, I just kind of uh, – so – my dad did not want me to go to college. He was very sick, and my mom and I think he knew he was sick, mm-hmm. and he wanted me around for when he was going to pass away. We think mm-hmm. he knew he was going to die. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, fuck that. And I got my grandparents to get a private loan so that I could go to school. Mm-hmm. Um, and the last conversation, like my dad basically like told me to leave and never come back. And I was like, okay, cool, dope. Bet. Watch me. <laughs> what do you think he meant by that? Um, I don't know, Curtis. I, you know, it, uh, the Elsass family brand is like a very tough love. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my grandfather on my dad's side was one of like 15. Sure. Grew up on a farm. Yeah. He was a pastor, had four kids, like raised them with the same mentality and like, Knew when to be loving, but also let their pride get the better of them a lot of the times. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm sure if he could play back or do that conversation over again, he probably would. I'm sure. Um, but I don't know. It was like, okay, cool. This I literally can't go back now. Fucking sweet. I'm out. Yeah. yeah See yeah. you later. Yeah. And didn't come home until he was already dead. Wow. Didn't talk to him again after that, anything like that. Um, so it was – you know, it was what it was. Um, and then got put on ac- academic probation after my first semester because I spent too much time at home and did not attend enough classes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so really, by the time um, Christmas of 2009, things were ugly. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember just being like, all right. Let's fucking go to work. Yeah. Like, it's time yeah. to fucking do time, some shit. Yeah, it's like, time to be a man. It's over. Yeah. Um, like, you can either let this fucking thing beat you and then stay in Butler for the rest of your fucking life, or you can put your fucking nose down and dummy the thing. Mm-hmm. Ended up graduating first in my class from the video department at Robert Morris um, and was, you know, highly praised as this, that, and the other thing. Mm-hmm. And um, I was just like, okay, well, I'm not moving home when I graduate and moved in with my grandparents. Um, and then they were nice enough to let my would be wife move in with them as well. So like, yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. It was just, um, it was, you know, my wife and I living in my grandparents' basement in a single room, um, out of wedlock and just like that. Like awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Were they really cool? Like really cool about it? My grandparents are amazing people. Um, they, on my mom's side, um, I was the, the, the prince on that side of the family, still right, am. Right. And um, so they were – they like, they let me get away with it. They probably wouldn't let anybody get away <laughs> with it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I was – like, I remember coming to them when I asked for the loan and asking them if I could come live with them and then asking if Anastasia can come live with us. Mm-hmm. And just being very, like, sh- like adult about it, being yeah, like, yeah. here's exactly what's happening. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make sure this happens. If you can be a part of it, that would be amazing. And but every if, time, but if not, yes. you would have been cool with it. Like yeah. you, you understood. No, nope. yeah. I would have been like, yeah, you're right. That yeah. is dumb for you to take out a private loan for me to go to school <laughs> and that live makes... in your basement. Yeah, and then live in your basement four years later <laughs> with my girlfriend. You don't know. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, but they just were. They were my champions at every turn, and um. So I graduated from college and got a job at the Apple store with my friends and was like, just kind of like, yeah, this is cool. Mm-hmm. Like I just graduated college. We were getting drunk every night. Like, yeah. you know, it was fucking awesome. Yeah. But, uh, the summer of 2012 still goes down in the record books as a fucking banger. Yeah. yeah. Are you um, going to make a rap song about it? Yeah. I like, am. Like, yes. every, like every rapper. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and then I was just helping this guy at the Apple store the one day. And he's like, I like the cut of your jib kid. And he was like, call this guy and hands me this guy's like business card. He goes, I want you to go talk to this guy. Uh-huh. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like, I don't know. This guy's going to just talk to me about like career shit or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So I show up in flip flop short and a t-shirt nice. to WPXI. Oh yeah. 
It was a job interview. Yeah. Did not know it was a job interview. You thought you were going to talk to some. I just some thought cat. I was going to go talk to like this guy who was going to mm-hmm. like I don't know like tell me some shit. Yeah. Uh, Brian Krills ended up being that guy, and um, still to this day, Brian Krills was the best boss I ever had. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, "Yeah, man, I'm just I'm going to give you a job," and I'm like, "Well, uh, well, I didn't ask for one. So <laughs> I don't even know if I want this. Yeah, I don't even know <laughs> like what." And um. Spent six months just humping a football, essentially. Like, I just was so dumb and so hard-headed and was just, like, like, felt like I was better than everybody there and that I was, like, this fucking premier guy. And then, like, it just was, like, six months after that, he's, like, he calls me into his office. He's, like, hey, we got to make cuts. And, like, you're the first on my list, man. Wow. He's, like. He's like, I see so much in you, and you just don't want to fucking do it yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's like, in 10 years, you are going to be somebody's favorite employee. Sure. So it's 10 years from now. Yeah. <laughs> uh are you Todd's favorite employee? No. I think <laughs> but I might hopefully I am my new boss's favorite there you employee. Go. Yeah. Um and yeah, so he fired me, and I just remember going home crying. And, like, I remember sitting in my grandparents' basement and having that same, like, all right, it's time to go to work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, so, luckily, uh, the Apple store took me back because I was a good employee there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, uh, in the meantime, when I had taken the job at uh, the news station, I had moved out. And Anastasia and I were living on our own. So. Wow. Like the rock, you know, story about I had five bucks yeah, in my pocket or yeah. whatever. I had five bucks in my fucking yeah. pocket and rent was due in 30 days. I needed to Did you to feel like money. you were the rock? Did you feel like you were, like, becoming the rock? No, I I um, felt more like it was my time to just, like, learn, learn what my parents went through mm-hmm. and, like, mm-hmm. what they had to struggle to just put food on the table at points. Sure. And, like, no, okay, let's fucking go. It's, mm-hmm. like, I know how to work hard. That's mm-hmm. not something that I ever had to learn to do. It was bred in me from the drop. And mm-hmm. so, like, I started uh, working at the kitchen at D6 Pack and Dogs. I was at the Apple Store, and I did not have a car. Mm-hmm. And then I took an internship at this agency called Mind Over Media. Mm-hmm. And they weren't paying me anything, and it was – almost like a demotion considering that I already had a real job. Um, but I knew that I had to just fucking tear it down and go yeah, for, for sure. go for broke. Yeah. Uh, so working three jobs a day, I would wake up at like, oh gosh, like four or five in the morning. Mm-hmm. I would make what food I could afford um, for the day. I'd put it in a backpack. I would ride um, 10, 15 miles down to mind over media. I'd work there until noon and then I would get on the um the tea out to south hills village work at the apple store until nine and then come uh to d6 pack and dogs and close and get your beer and get my my shifty your shifty that's my right shifty, i forgot what it was called which is uh is it's a, a beer in the restaurant industry for the the workers at the end of their shift it's called a yeah. shifty and i would put it in a styrofoam cup and i'd put it in my water bottle cage and i would ride home uh, and cry in the shower yeah. and drink my beer and yeah. then go to sleep and do it all over. I feel sorry for people who have never experienced something like that. I don't. Good for them. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so awesome. Don't get me Good wrong. For you. Don't get me wrong. If you can get this the, the same – if you can get to point B without going through that, Yeah. great. Awesome. But going through that makes getting to point B yeah. a little bit sweeter, Yeah. doesn't it? Riding my bike 30 miles a day, working three jobs a day, and eating, like, rice cakes and peanut butter for lunch. Yeah. Because that's what I could afford. Yeah. I think the, the kids call it grinding. Is that what the kids yeah, call it? Yeah. I called it fucking shit. <laughs> Hell. <laughs> so, I mean, what did all that teach you? It sounds like uh, it humbled you quite a bit. And I think everybody needs a little bit of that. Curtis, from time have to time. you met me? I <laughs> <laughs> So nothing. I just called a guy and told him, I don't know who you're going to hire. I better. Right. <laughs> right. So let's cross that one off. Yeah. Imagine 18-year-old me was just walking around yeah. like throwing his shit on the table. Like, look how big it is. Yeah. Right. <laughs> don't make me do that. Uh-huh. But uh, no. I mean, uh, that's that's quite the story. Yeah. <laughs> so that was, um, I guess, like at that point too. And then 
just after um, about after a year, about a year and a half, almost two years, I guess. No, I guess a year. Um, Mind Over Media was folding, mm-hmm. and the guy who was managing the ad agency was um, picking and choosing sides. Mm-hmm. And I was on a stipend, I think, at this point, and working full time, but not like as a salaried employee. Was kind of getting paid under the table. It was a bad, bad situation. Mm-hmm. And um, man, there's so many, so much shit. Like, at one point, I walked into the Apple store and told them that I wasn't going to come to work for the next five days because I got offered to go on this shoot uh, at the at the ad agency. Yeah. And uh, I remember, like, telling my boss, like, if you have to fire me, like, I understand. <laughs> right. And him just being like, Josh, like, it just took guts to do that. Like, go, you've, you're excused, like, whatever. And I was just like, so many of those stories, too. But the, the main one is I um, – the the agency's folding, and I, and I go into work that day, and there's nobody in the production studio. Mm-hmm. It's empty. And I was always the first one there, so it wasn't, like, too weird to me. But if something fell off that day, like, some things were missing from desks, like, something had happened. Mm-hmm. I think – actually, I think my, my mentor's computer was just gone. Yeah. Like, it was just gone. And um, I remember my phone rang at 8.30, and it was uh, my mentor, and he was like, um, here's the deal. You're going to get fired today. And I was like, oh, and he's like, what I need you to do is you're going to be allowed to finish out the week. I want you to get as much shit as you can on hard drives inside of that week. Mm-hmm. And then next week, or like the, the second you're done there, you're going to come to this address and we're starting a new company. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I That's crazy. I am 22, yeah. 23 when this is happening, right? And keep in mind, still riding a bicycle everywhere. Right. Right? <laughs> like, sounds like sounds like a movie. Yeah, it was. Well, it happens in Mad Men. Okay. It happens in it. Mad Men. Never um, seen. And sure enough, I I got pulled into this guy's office who was running the company, and he's like, "You're just not a Cecil guy." And I was like, "What the fuck does that mean?" I was like, "You never even asked if I wanted to yeah. be. You were yeah. just you made that indication, right?" But. I also had to sell it to all my coworkers that I was just gotten fired and did not know what was going on on the other side. Mm -hmm. Right. So I spent a week there. I did not go home. I just slept there. I would like change clothes. So it looked like I went home and I was just loading years of footage onto hard drives, hard drive, hard drive, hard drive, hard drive, hard drive, not sleeping right at all. That Friday I'm crying, leaving the fucking studio because I like, I think I know I'm not going to get fucked here, but I might get fucked here Yeah, for sure. Get on my bicycle, ride to this location with this, like, backpack full of hard drives that nobody knows is full of hard yeah. drives. And I walk into this fucking little – this a room – this is a big room that we're in right now <laughs> by comparison. Like, this is huge by comparison to what I walked into. And um, we started the company Awesome Films. And uh, I got to help build a company. Like, literally, we signed – the C, uh, the LLC paperwork on like my personal laptop because we didn't have like anything, mm-hmm. and um, we built this awesome company that is thriving today. It started as like you know four or five of us, and now is like has like all of these employees and all these schools that they do and all this other stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, but like I've been fired twice. Once was my fault. The other one was out of my control. Yeah. Um, everybody should be fired once. I think everybody should be yeah. fired once. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, you were like, what makes you you? I think the fact that I've been fired is what, like, okay, like, hmm. <laughs> what if you get – does it count if you get fired and then, like, the end of the week? If you get fired on Monday and then rehired on Friday by the same guy. Does that count? I think that's abuse from the employer. Okay. Which is its own level of insanity yeah. to have to go through. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, like, I was 16, so what do I know? Mm. So, I uh, – it was a Saturday morning. I was supposed to work. I worked at a hardware store, like mm. m- one of those mom-and-pop hardware stores. Yeah. The closest place that you could go to get hardware was, like, 40 minutes away. So, um, 
Saturday morning, I wake up and for some reason I didn't have a, like my voice was going, I couldn't speak. And I was one of two people who were working that day. Right. You are injury prone. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's always something with me. It's always something. This is a true story. If my mom's listening, she'll, okay, she'll, right. she'll probably right, remember this. All right, all right. So I wake up and I'm like, mom, can you call? His name was Greg. I'm yeah. like, can you call Greg? And she called Greg and, um, she was like, look, Curtis doesn't have a voice. Like, I think he's going to need to take the day off. So I took the day off. I went back to bed. Uh, I slept until like 11 or noon or something like that. And I got up and I'm like feeling better. And on a Saturday, the place closes at four. Yeah. So I wasn't going to like eat lunch, get a shower and go in for like right, two hours. Right. So I'm like, man, it's nice out. I just got my license. Let me go outside and wash my truck. So I'm out in the yard. Oh, I'm washing my truck. This Scrubs episode where he's like, sometimes I wish a fat opera singer just followed me around and went, <laughs> mistake. <laughs> That's what I needed. Yeah. Like, mistake. <laughs> and I feel like my parents knew that it was oh, a bad idea. Yeah. But they were like, we're going we're gonna to let, let him learn. We're going to let him learn. You're going to learn today. So I'm out there and you know, I'm just like wiping my wheels down, getting them all shiny. And I didn't even realize it, but Greg drives by, right? He was going to pick up some lumber or something down yeah. the road and he, and he drives by my house and uh monday comes around i uh school let out and i would go straight from school to the hardware store park my truck roll in it's monday you know and he calls me into his office he the office was like up high yes and it like overlooks overlooked the, the floor. whole place yeah yeah yeah, right? yeah so i see him like up in the window and he's like this and he was a large guy he was like six uh, no. five like three something yeah. you know what i mean yeah and i go up there and he's like uh i drove by and i saw you cleaning your truck yesterday when you told me that you couldn't come into work well when you you got your mom to call in for you right. and say you couldn't come right. to work right 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 and right. i was like ah, i knew i effed up right yeah so he's like i'm gonna have to let you go and he was like and the rest of this week i want you to think about if that was really worth it or not Right. Wow. So I'm like, oh man, not only did I, did he tell me to leave, but now he's, he's making me think about like yeah. my consequences, yeah. you know? Yeah. So I'm in there and I'm asking all my friends for other jobs and stuff like that. And they're yeah. like, man, I'm sorry. My boss isn't looking for anybody. And then, uh, Greg gives me a call. You know, I, that was when cell phones first came out. So he gives me a call and he's like, come in. I want to talk to you. And he's like, what'd you learn this week? I was like that I fucked up. And uh, he goes, do you want to work here? It was great because it allowed me that job. And he allowed me to go to school mm -hmm. when I had sports. I was able to play sports, sports and then just right. work on the weekends. Right. And, it, you know, I could take days off as long yeah. as I had it. Somebody cover it. Yeah. It was great. And I learned a lot. And I finally that week I realized that because before that, if it was a slow day, we'd be in there like throwing shit at each other right you right, know like right. they didn't have cameras in there back yeah. then you're dicking off but like that was the first time i was like man i i really messed up and and i learned from it yeah and um so that was when i was fired and rehired nice uh, i don't think i don't think since then that's i that's take happened. it back greg greg was just getting he's, young curtis straight he was teaching me a lesson yeah he was just getting I think that was straight his, i think yeah. that was his plan all along yeah you know but uh, I do I do thank him. I haven't seen him in a, in a very, very long time. But yeah. um, it's like every time I go back home. So there's a – I looked it up one day. There's a 1,000 people in my town. Oh, wow. Yeah. There's yeah. A, there's 1,000 people. There's there's a Walmart now. There there was never a Walmart. So it's like every time I go back home and the family gets together, mom's like, hey, Curtis, can you go into town and, and get some paper plates? And I'm like, who doesn't have paper plates? And so I go in there and I'm like, okay. Who am I going to see today? Yeah. Who am I going to see yeah. that I haven't seen in five years? Yep, yep. And it's always somebody, but right. uh, it's it's never that bad. Yeah. So that's what's going to happen to you one day when you come back here. Uh But actually, Pittsburgh's so big, the chances of that think are that. And then, like, <laughs> I live across from your aunt and uncle-in-law. <laughs> right, right, right. You know what I mean? So, like, did is you, it really that Did you break the news small? to them? Uh, yeah, they know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. It's uh, it's just gonna be uh. It's going to be wild. It's going to be cool. Um, it's going to be a lot. And I uh, to take it back to my um, my grandparents, they always talk about their time in West Branch, Michigan, and uh, their time in Colorado. Mm -hmm. 
where they it was just the two of them and they had just gotten married and my granddad was serving and so they were moving around all the time and they continued to move around his entire life for work and stuff but um my grandmother and him both spoke of those those years where it was just the two of them there was no family to rely on there was no nothing as these like really galvanizing years mm-hmm. um in their relationship and uh you know, I was lucky enough to be super close with them. And when he passed away uh, in 2020, you knew that they loved each other mm-hmm. and that they cared about each other and that that was that person's best friend. No doubt. And that, like, I'm kind of excited in a weird way to see what that's all about. Yeah. Not that my wife isn't my best friend and that I don't love her or anything. Right. like, But, like, it's different. It's just going to be us. Yeah. For sure. You're going to um, – you find out, like, how much you really need each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's uh, – I feel like that's when y- your parents and your grandparents and your aunt and uncles are like, it's going to be tough. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you. There's going to be some tough times. Yeah. And when you f- – the first couple times you hear that, you're so young and naive. You're like, how tough could it really be? We've been dating and we're married now. Right. How tough could it be? It and then tough. you find out. Yeah. And it's like, man, how much do I really love this person? How much does this person really love me? And you, I think you you figure a lot of shit right. out like that. You know what I well, mean? Well, and I think – I'm sure Liz can probably speak to this. The fact that she's even willing to come with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, for sure. Because this is for me. This mm-hmm. isn't for her. Right. This is for me to go take this job that I've always wanted and, like, you know, that kind of thing. Not necessarily with Wyoming, but, like, sure. this, like this job inside of an athletic mm-hmm. department. Um, and, uh, you know, for her to just be like, yeah, we're fucking going mm-hmm. that, that tells a lot. Uh, it means the world to me. Yeah. It really that's does. awesome, man. Well, look, we're, um, we're sad to see you go, <laughs> but we're excited for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I know that these podcasts, man, have been, uh, some of the most fun days that I've had in here. Yeah. And, uh, I hope you're going to show me how to turn those dials so I can throw it down on my own. Uh, real quick. I'm going to do I'm going to do like some rapid fire okay. questions for you. Okay. Great. Dude, I've never done this. Great. All right. Come on. You got by. this. You got this. Help me out everybody. Yeah. All right. Um let's go. Help you out like they can hear <laughs> talk to you right now. All right. Text me something. Yeah. Um all right. Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter 2? Ooh, uh switch it to Tekken. Can you do that? Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> We're done. Yeah. No, okay. All right. Um Cheddar or or American? Ooh. Um, I, I used to just house Kraft's American singles, so American. You don't anymore? Uh, I'm not allowed to eat that shit anymore. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. Um. I would, though. Budweiser or Bud Ice? You mean Bud Light? No, Bud Ice. Oh, I don't, I've never had Bud Ice. Okay. So okay. I guess I'll go Budweiser. <laughs> all right, damn. Budweiser or Bud Light? Uh, Bud Light. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, my dad used to say Budweiser will put hair on your chest. Yeah. That's why I have no hair on my chest. Oh, uh, you spotlight. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, if you were one animal, what would you be? Uh, man, probably like a turtle. A turtle? Yeah. They're they're cool. I love the water. Uh, yeah? And they, they kind of live forever, and they just don't seem to give two flying fucks. I feel like they take a lot in. Yeah. I feel like they're very wise. Yeah. Well, I don't know how wise I am, but I like to just <laughs> sit there sometimes and watch the world go by. So. Well, a young turtle was not wise at one point. That is true. All right. That is true. Um, so let's go with um, uh, if you could live anywhere in the world. Wyoming. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> um <laughs> What a clown. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. Wyoming it is. Wyoming is I was where waiting we're for, like, moving. a country. No. Nope. Um, Wyoming, I guess. All right. Um, greatest, this is the last one, greatest WWF slash E wrestler of all time slash WCW. All right. You have to clarify. Am I, is this the best wrestler? Is this best the best wrestler. champion? Is this my favorite wrestler? Is it best, my favorite champion? Best wrestler of best all time. Technical wrestler inside the squared circle yep. of all time mm-hmm. has to be Bret Hart. Wow, has to be Bret. Wow, Hart. I didn't see that one coming, but I respect it a hundred percent. No, he was. Uh, everybody the dude had it all. Everybody that you love now tells you that Bret Hart was their favorite wrestler. Yeah, for sure. All right, this is this is officially the last one. Okay, 
one thing that you're going to miss about Union Fitness? Oh, my God. Just the humans. Yeah. All of you. Yeah. Um, you know, it's funny because uh, I started I, – I did the first ever promo video for Union Fitness mm -hmm. when Casey had just opened the gym. And um, I remember thinking how cool everybody was. Mm -hmm. And then I – started training here and the only holdovers were like cj and kate right right and i was like no these people are still fucking cool yeah and there's something about that it's i don't know if it's the the where it is or what but like the people who are here and i know we fucking jerked this off on this show so many times but like the people that are here are just different yeah. you guys are built different mm -hmm. you guys just accept everybody mm -hmm. you make it the most amazing environment and like i wish that i could be like walking out the door like yeah see you suckers <laughs> later but like instead i'm like todd how can we keep this podcast right, going because right. it means so much to me like you know what i mean like i'm walking away from the top of the bench like good luck suckers yeah. like <laughs> but the right. uni fitness like i'm like i don't yeah. want you guys to suffer yeah, so yeah. like That's um funny. yeah man yeah. i just the people here yeah. and like like when I saw Cody for the first time after Kate's incident, mm. I just hugged him. Yeah, for sure. For like forever. Yeah. And then I, I like we like and then I saw him like I don't know like two hours later and I just hugged him again. Yeah. But that's just like I don't know that's just like the bond I think that the group has here and uh -huh. it's just a really special, yeah. special group. No, I would agree, man. Uh, I couldn't have said it any better. So. Except well, for Todd. <laughs> Fuck Todd. <laughs> On, on that note, we're out, everybody. <laughs> Josh, it's been a pleasure, man, and uh, we'll we'll see you on the other side. We'll keep in touch. Yeah, for sure. no doubt, brother. Thank you guys for tuning in. And next time you see me, I'm gonna be on the dials and on the mic over there. There you go. Take care, everybody. And for Jared, later skaters. <laughs>